it's time for you to know and for us to start our show. Have a drink and take a seat here on Bruzic and Boozy. Everyone, <laughs> I'm a hype man. <laughs> um, Beth is about <laughs> as hyped as I get. Um, welcome to this week's episode of Bruzic and Boozies. As usual, I'm Becky, and this over here is Chris. Say hi, Chris. Hello. Hi. <laughs> Um, do you want to tell them what movie we're watching this week? Well, what movie we're talking about, at least? I'll give you a hint. Okay. Look at it. Spider pig. No. <laughs> Spider man. Yes. Spider man. The 2002 Sam Raimi Spider-Man. I was going to say, which one? There's so many yeah. now. There are so many to pick from. <laughs> we decided to go back to the first, uh, what do you call, version of the film. Yes, and this, uh, was, this was your pick. This was my pick. And I think it was an appropriate pick because uh, I feel like it's been almost 20 years since the film came out. It's oh, coming yeah. up to its 20th anniversary, I think. Or is it almost, or is it 19th? Hold on. I have it right here. 2002. And, uh, not yet. Not yet 20. Coming up soon. 19 mm-hmm. would be this year coming up. So 2002 release. And uh, I was just, um, yeah, I was, I have been dying to see this movie ever since I saw a poster on it at the movie theater. And I thought that was a whole I thought it was going to be an animated movie for hmm. some reason. I didn't process the like the photo of the, the poster on the wall at the movie theater. I was so convinced that was some kind of, I'm like, is that, is that a real movie coming out? Spider-Man? I'm like, they made one? No. <laughs> and I, I was, I was shocked standing there, like seeing him on the poster. It's the one with him, not the one on the DVD here. Uh, it's on the other disc cover but it's like him going up the side of the wall that's like the the main movie poster Mm -hmm. so yeah i was just like wow they're going for it and then that first trailer dropped and my jaw dropped and i didn't know Mm -hmm. what to i didn't know what to feel my spidey (laughs) sense was tingling everything was tingling so happy that they made one so that's that's kind of my little introduction as a as the movie getting to hear about it know about it and you know, going to eventually see it in the theaters. And so what was your first experience knowing and seeing, or at least wanting to go see the movie? I honestly don't remember. I don't remember. Okay. I remember seeing it. I remember I, Spider-Man growing up. Spider-Man was my favorite superhero. And then I grew up and now I really love Batman, but I loved Spider-Man and, I don't, I don't remember. I remember the cartoon when we were kids. Um, yes. Spider, it's not Spider-Man, the animated series. The Amazing Adventures of Spider-Man? Is that what it's called? No. Um, I think it was called Spider-Man. Wee, 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 yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, that show. Thank you. <laughs> that show was great. Yeah. Um, still watchable. 
Um, oh, I yeah. love the cat. I love the characters in that show more than this movie. Um, I remember okay. like That's being fair. like a kid loving the movie, but also being slightly disappointed that the characters were different from those characters in that show. <laughs> you and I are so similar. That was exactly my emotions throughout yeah. this movie was saying how much I enjoyed that cartoon and how little that cartoon was in this movie. Yes. Um, except for the looking of certain characters. And that's just because that's how they look at the comics and everything else. Yeah. But not knowing anything really about like this movie, except that was all the sources I had to draw Spider-Man from was from the TV show, the cartoon mm-hmm. one mm-hmm. on Fox kids. Uh, yeah. So I had a friend, my brother's friend was um, kind of an artist and he drew Spider-Man a lot when I was little. And I just remember him, he was like really for his age, like he could draw pretty well. And uh, I remember him drawing a picture of Spider-Man and it blew my mind because I'd never seen anybody draw like people like that. Maybe a Ninja Turtle, my friend drew. But it was like, I'm like, that's such a cool looking concept art. Uh, You know, you know what I mean? Like to draw like a comic book style version of anybody. He, He could do that. And I just was like, I'm like, oh, man, I would love to just like draw just like him, my our friend. And like, so that was kind of like, uh, it kind of opened my eyes to like the art world of comic books. Mm-hmm. And whenever I saw Spider-Man and just like comics or anywhere, I just would like, I loved how he looked. So to see him on the big screen was really exciting to me for that reason too. Yeah. Um, I remember in high school, I had this Spider-Man like vintage looking t- uh, T with like the first issue comic book art on it and I would like, wear that thing like <laughs> I wore it until it like basically disintegrated like it was worn out and I remember I thought I had like so much fashion sense I wore this like Robert Plant vest over it it was like a <laughs> denim vest but it was like in the style of like so stylish I don't know like a Sgt. Pepper's looking like vest but it was denim and I felt like I was Robert Plant so I would wear it over that t-shirt and I had this thing where I would wear um boy like board shorts all the time so i I remember wearing it with like board shorts because i thought i was cool (laughs) and that was so cool but yes i know what you're saying (laughs) (laughs) and no fashion sense whatsoever we were all very questionable in our fashion choices i'm sure at that age (laughs) yes um Um, so and before this movie had come out the only other like besides like the Batman and Robin movies and all that. Um, the only the real superhero movie, comic book movie that we kind of had was um, like X Men. I think had just come out. X Men was this. the first of the Fox ones. Um, mm-hmm. Batman, maybe Daredevil the Batman came movies had just no. kind of wrapped up, mm-hmm. and Marvel was finally putting out their own. There, I think we got to a point where special effects were getting to the point where we could actually do those movies and make them look cool mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um whereas like batman is just a dude that just you know jumps and fights and that's really <laughs> all you have to worry about maybe just some of the bigger action components are more uh computer related but that's the kind of push of computer imagery into the, a lot of these marvel movies to make them fantasy to fantasize all those cool um you know super abilities whatever you want to call it you know to make mm-hmm. them look believable and not um, everything else kind of didn't work yet for that. Yeah, no, that's very true. That's a good point. I, I didn't think of that. Like, Although we have, we it, it would, it would kind of, it would kind of interest me what they would have 
been or looked like if they try to make movies of that um, during that era, you know? I wonder, like, what does Spider-Man yeah, like, movie look like in the 80s or 70s if they try to do it? Be interesting. It would have to be, like, 90s. really hard cuts, like, Spider-Man on the building. Yeah, like, a cut, lot of green screen, which floor. this movie has. Yeah, and a lot of green screen. But a lot more green screen and a lot more, um, this, I don't know. <laughs> but this movie, so, I mean, uh, you can tell when, like, Tommy McGuire is not doing the stunts and it's CG. But, like, William Dafoe did a decent portion, I think, of his stunts, other than, like, the stuff that they had at, like, yeah. CG of him so like so a lot of the action is about that yeah i wanted to talk about just the fact that i didn't realize how much of this movie was actually real if that makes Mm -hmm. sense like it's actually the either the actor putting themselves up you know into you know especially toby how much he really did for this movie Mm -hmm. himself physically you know uh and then uh it, it really just doesn't have it didn't see, when I first saw it, I didn't think a lot of the actors did anything. And then I found out like you did, a lot of them are doing a lot of this stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's really great to see that, that these, these, um, these actors put a lot of themselves into this movie. I think Sam Raimi has they had to. Sam Raimi for a lot of that because <laughs> yeah. he, that's his, his, you know, he developed as a filmmaker doing like scrappy filmmaking where everything was practical effects and, everything was real so of course you have a so bigger budget and like you have to use cgi but yeah i'm gonna use as much and he's very right he's can. very practical like his other movies were you had you seen his movies before this and knowing about him um i mean i knew his movies but i hadn't i don't i didn't see the evil dead until i was older um i only saw him a few years ago so that's a that's a good uh that's good to know because a lot of his I'm, I'm sure there's Raimi fans who saw the Spider-Man movie thinking, what is he going to do with Spider-Man with that mm-hmm. tone of his, you know, mm-hmm. and how does it transfer over? So, um, yeah, but I think and he did I a good job. A, you have to think, you have to admit it's the first time for mm-hmm. this kind of story. Yeah, I think story. I was going to bring this up at some point, but I think somewhere around the end like the middle of the second movie making it he got lost in sort of big budget filmmaking world and became sort of a, a diva a-hole. and a diva and a-hole. became difficult to work with became a perfectionist and um uh that's kind of sad but i think mm. coming from where he came from he just like couldn't hang yeah um and it's funny to me because when you see him in interviews, I get this vibe that he's a very calm, quiet dude. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. just kind of like, yeah, so we want, we want to make this Spider-Man like look really cool. We, I'm a big fan of the comic books when I was younger. I don't know. He has a list in my mind. Maybe he does a little. He I does don't not know. have a list. But like a bad impression. <laughs> I have to get one in here. So I like, I, I just remember seeing him like in, uh, I don't know, maybe some behind the scenes thing on a TV spot or something. Mm-hmm. They've had him on and I'm just thinking like that guy made the movie. All right. He's, he kind of looks like an old version of Toby. Makes sense. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, let's talk about Toby. How was your first impressions of Toby as Spider-Man or Peter Parker rather? Or both, I, you know, he is both playing both of them. As a kid, I liked him. But mm-hmm. as an adult, I look at him and I'm like, oh, my God, you're a you're I don't know. Be a little more He's, assertive. <laughs> also, I guess there's, yeah, there's I no character development if person, he already starts in that place. Just just as I'm saying him portraying the character in this movie. I mean, how did how did it 
um, how to connect with you. Like his betrayal. I, I, yeah. I liked it when I, I know was a lot kid. of people I thought he did who a don't good like job. it. And I don't yeah, like it he now. He did a good job. Right. He did the job. Now, this is a little behind the scenes trivia thing. Did you know he was not originally uh, casted? Well, he I'm saying he was not the runner up for Spider-Man. Well, he was, wasn't even uh, the runner up. Or he wasn't the runner up. Yeah. Or, you know, you know, who was supposed to be who was almost promised the role? I think I got to that close or at least they thought they were going to get the role and they and they did not. I'm pretty so Leonardo sure. Leonardo DiCaprio, because I feel like I heard. No, that. he might have been in that Bob in talks, but no, it was the guy who was actually in the movie, Mr. James Franco. Oh. Um, he, I think, was on several callbacks. Uh, I mean, take this with a good percentage of it being accurate, because I believe what I remember. I'm, I'm going kind of mm-hmm. on the cusp here, but I'm pretty sure he had several callbacks and he was like ready to go as him but they weren't sure with him and they still, I think originally they still wanted Toby, but they weren't sure if he wanted to do it mm. and they were waiting on him. Maybe I think that's the story. It could be wrong. could be, maybe they're just like, maybe they didn't love to, uh, what James Franco was doing. Or maybe they did. I don't know, but it was the, those two were definitely both, you know, top picks. And it ended up like, I think, James Franco thought he even got it as Spider-Man and then no, it ended up going to Toby. And that's why he was like, all right. Um, but they're like, Hey, but you know what? We got, we got him as we can make room thinking about you as Harry. And I think that's how they got him as Harry. Hmm. I think I that's their that. story with that. Yeah. What a different movie I mean, it it's been it's with Hollywood. Him. You got to just like, I don't know the stories behind Hollywood. It's all crazy and, and not, and nonsensical. But I, I think that's uh, at least something interesting about how, all this came to be. Hmm. I met James Franco once. Oh yeah, how was he? Yeah, quiet. He, I don't know. He didn't say much. <laughs> he, he laughed at my joke, and that was it. <laughs> don't. <laughs> he probably was. Probably was. Although He's... he probably wasn't though, because it was after I saw him in Of Mice and Men on Broadway. Oh, and... so you had like a meet and greet, like after? Yeah, I he mean, was like he was door. waited outside to say hi to him. Yeah, which is it's that's a heavy show. So like, mm-hmm. he, I'm gonna imagine he wasn't stoned. I'm sure he still remembers you. <laughs> uh, like Rebecca, <laughs> but he does it in the Tommy Wiseau voice. He's just like, "You're tearing me apart, Rebecca." <laughs> exactly how I picture it in my dreams. Anyways, but yeah, back to Spider-Man. I know I'm digressing here because it's just fun. By the way, what are you drinking? We never said. I know we didn't talk about what we were drinking. <laughs> we forgot to. I have the Newberg Brewery Gigaboss IPA. Double IPA. Giga it's really Boss. good. Is that so that's a black, back to the future bear, correct? It's Gigaboss, not Gigawatt. Right, but yeah, my point my point is that it's it's uh but it's back to the future uh related. Mm, I think it's more of just a playoff of like the actual because there's like little robots on the side. I think it's just more oh, that's about Johnny Five, or at least the head is. But <laughs> is that a clock tower on it on the side? No, it's a hop. Wait, wait. I'm sorry. Move your hand behind Giga. Keep turning, keep turning, keep turning, keep turning, keep turning, keep turning. That's not the clock tower right there. That big, that big building. No, that's Newberg. <laughs> okay, you can see how I got there then. <laughs> yeah. 
But Newberg is right here in New York. It's a good brewery. Stop by. (laughs) I got you. I got you. And this is a good IPA. It's like very uh, fruity and not too bitter. Sounds good. I am now drinking my coffee, which is, I'm going to tell you exactly what I'm drinking tonight. This is um, uh, New England's uh, hazelnut creme. Hmm. Uh, it's delicious. I drink it every day. And uh, inside of it, I have a little splash of Evan Williams. So it's a little. What tasty. is that? It's uh, bourbon. Oh, <laughs> it's delicious. <laughs> but yeah, it's not a lot. It's just you know, it's tasty though. So you have enough, the brew. I have the magic. booze. That's how I think about it. It's perfect. Best of both worlds, baby. Yep. Best now of we get both our, worlds. Now we get everything. Makes sense on the show. <laughs> we make sense now that's the moral of the story yeah so Um, swinging right along (laughs) you gotta you gotta shoot out your web yes that was pretty good oh before before uh (laughs) oh so before uh, i i mean i have a lot of things i like to discuss so i don't want to ramble on too much i made i made um sure that i wanted to get to them but I do have a lot of dislikes, by the way, about this movie. So mm-hmm. don't think I don't love it because yes. or don't dislike it or just love it entirely. Like I love everything mm-hmm. about it. That's not that's not the not a, not even close. I remember being slightly disappointed seeing it mm-hmm. and not thinking I hated it. I remember liking it. I remember it getting rave reviews on on TV and and in the papers and things like that. Just like four stars, Spider-Man. And it's just like, yeah, I mean, like go see this movie. And I'm, I'm like. Okay, I saw it. I liked it. I thought it was fun. It was definitely everything I probably wanted out of a Spider-Man movie. That like the things that you wanted to see were there, but mm-hmm. like it almost felt like I had no context unless you knew something comic book related. You know, my parents went to go see this with us, and they loved it. Mm-hmm. Why? Because it's fun, and it was funny. My, you know, I think the the average viewer saying fun action, uh, fun humor, and fun characters. There's a movie. You don't really need all much true, more all that. true things though. Um, but uh, like I said, as a longtime fan and uh, having that connection with the cartoon, and I don't, I have a different connection with the cartoon than say a bunch of my family and friends would maybe have with it, more knowledgeable mm-hmm. about it, and kind of actually watch the show. I watched it if it was on, which was very rare. <laughs> I remember mm-hmm. it being part seventy-five. If I caught like twenty episodes before that, and I'm like, I don't know where they are in the story now being yeah, there's like a, so there's many to be continues yeah so oh, i so felt always continues. lost when i when i tuned in but i'm like i had a, a spider-man i gotta watch it and i couldn't wait to see like venom and all those characters they were so mm-hmm. cool but this movie i just remember seeing him upside down in the trailer and just doing those little and i was just mm-hmm. like yes that was just that sold me although it would have been cool to just see that when it happened in the movie and not being spoiled of that in the trailer mm. but there's a lot of things in this trailer that definitely like you saw most of uh and and once you saw the movie yeah but i, I think i, I, don't have I read a rotten it made sense yeah i read a rotten tomatoes uh yeah. a rotten review of this movie and rotten. it was like i could have just watched the trailer and not watched the movie and i was like ooh. <laughs> i don't think they revealed too much because we did there is a lot and i don't, I don't know how, maybe because i was younger at the time that i didn't care i'm like mm-hmm. that looks really cool that looks really cool but I need to see how it plays out in, in the movie. Whereas there's movies like Captain America trailer. I saw several times and I could tell you, I saw that whole movie already before it came out. <laughs> Almost <laughs> the entire movie. I was like, wow, I saw this whole movie. There was like very little bit 
that I didn't see in that trailer. Almost nothing. Well, well if you know the story of Captain America, of scenes. if you yeah. know the story of Captain America, they hit all the main main points of, of what you need to know. So there's really no point of seeing it's very, it it's very, Yeah, very, it's very, um, it's, it's very, you know, kind of, um, it's not a very big range character. So the, the story was just what it was. That's all it is. You know, super mm-hmm. soldier fight yeah. the Nazis. Um, but yeah, but my dislikes. So I wanted, do you have anything you want to talk about before I get into that? Cause I really want to tell you some of my dislikes and I also have that cameo for you that you've asked me about that I just <laughs> saw in this movie for the first time. And I probably knew about it, but I just like, oh, I finally know who that is now. It makes sense. Uh, I will. I want to talk about a couple scenes, but let's talk about dislikes first. And then we can we okay. can talk about sure. certain scenes. That, yeah, I just um, didn't want to get off out to me. course before I could go into all my real big gripes because <laughs> I got to. No, let's talk gripes and then we'll we'll bring it back home. Yes. with some Yeah. Talking about things we actually enjoy. All right. I'll let you but, go first. Go ahead. So dislikes about this movie. One, I hate the writing. <laughs> <laughs> the writing okay explain because that's interesting there are some so there are great scenes and great moments great powerful quotes whatever but there is just mm-hmm. some scenes between everyone thinks they're cute between him and mary jane but i'm like they say four words and they keep the scene at four words and i'm like can we say a little bit more here and i can't think of the scene that i'm I have stuck in my head right now and what they say but i don't know it really i was like oh i don't like that <laughs> it seems a little older writing styled uh in like early 90s writing style which was his way in like 80s 90s style of boy and girl mm-hmm. so i don't know i i'm not disagreeing with you i think that you're right it's not the best it's really it, it is kind of poor for that reason there's not a lot of depth there it's kind of this weird exchange between him and her like how long have they known each other they talk like they've never met before and then they're like but i live next door to you every day mm-hmm. <laughs> i was like like they um, could have okay. built that relationship up a little bit more in, in dialogue right. or something. He pretended like he never spoke to her until like that day. And I'm like, you live next door to you, each other and you talk mm-hmm. once in a while. I mean, I have that though with two neighbors. So I get it. When you see them, you may talk a little bit. Sometimes you don't. So I get it. But it almost seemed like he really had no idea who she was. And I'm like, yeah. you know, maybe that's how it was. You know, it, like, but that's what I think that works in this movie is the fact that, yeah, it's kind of poor, but like, Sometimes that's how life is. <laughs> you know, it is sometimes <laughs> that cheesy and terrible. So, yeah, yeah, I guess so. As an interesting entertainment point, not great. As a point of it working, it's questionable. Yeah. Yeah, definitely mm-hmm. questionable. Mm-hmm. Um, I also don't like the fact that he kills someone and they just brush right over it. Did he, though? That guy fell I saw out of like a- that And I'm like, I can, I can, you can, you can argue that. Did he kill him? He broke his arm, and then the guy has poor balance, fell out a window, which is really funny anyways, by the way, how he falls. He just didn't catch him. He just let him fall. So did he kill him? I don't know. He let him fall because that guy got what he deserved. So I see your argument. I wonder what the courts would say is my my point. Yeah, but (laughs) I mean, it goes against the whole with great power comes great responsibility, right? Like. Yeah, yeah, he deserved to die, that guy. But should you, having the power to be able to kick this guy's butt and kill him, should you not save him at the end of the day? Uh, I don't think, but I didn't think that, I know he has spidey sense, but did he see that coming anyways? Like, he probably could have saved him. But he kind of does, like, this flinch, like, oh, and then he just, like, maybe he was just so, like, in shock of what was going on that the fact that that was his uncle's killer 
mm-hmm. was kind of just like kind of I'm going to just break your arm and, and walk away because that's that's the most you deserve. You don't deserve to die. But then this guy was just such a bad balance and there just happened to be a pole there because it's <laughs> Hollywood and we love to see guys fall out of windows. That's Ooh. really the reason. It's just like, oh, that's the bad guy. He deserves to fall and die, you know? Yeah, I guess. All right, I see your argument. And then, but but it's okay. Like they it. had the place completely surrounded and still he got away. Because <laughs> Some somehow Batman he's a ninja there. and he's Batman and he can just disappear at the, you know, drop of a pin or hat, whatever the expression is. I don't know. Okay, one more okay, dislike so that's that I your, have. So, okay, I have sorry, one more. One more. So we got two so far, third strike, and then I don't like what they did with Mary Jane's character. I missed that okay, fiery. And let's get more. Let's get more fiery, in. like sex icon from the TV show, from the comic books. I don't know what they did. They made her like a, a domestic violence uh, survivor. And like. Which is, I guess, fine, but like, I don't think it added anything to her character at all. I just think that for. I, I saw this in this. I'm not disagreeing with what you're saying. I get what you're saying. It's not. I think it's like the, the point is that you could be this beautiful person, but underneath is just this horrible life that they have underneath all that, you know, and you think their life is perfect because they look so perfect. But yet she's always, you know, trying to get away from her family life. And that's just that's just her mask. She's Spider-Man. She's like, I have to wear this mask because I have nobody looking out for me or saving me i have to look out for me and this is how i do it that's how i look at it like and she's like i gotta have this big buff boyfriend to make me look cool or you know to make me feel popular and yet she's i don't know how popular she is we don't really go you're right it's very it's very flat or where where she is in this movie but for peter and her he thinks he's she's this popular girl Mm -hmm. he knows their home circumstance but he still thinks she's uh perfect on and on every level because how she looks and how you know how he he just you know has crush on her so she he wants Mm -hmm. to he wants to be her superhero i mean yeah i see why they did it and that's a great argument but i don't know i loved that character in the tv show very different yeah yeah she's great like she says she says tiger to him at one point and it just doesn't have that like power that she, when she says it yeah in the television but i remember so that's that's great you said that so so that's kind of my gripe and not a gripe i was just like okay i re- so i just seem pleasant built <laughs> with toby <laughs> <laughs> you're <Oops>. right there <laughs> a little <laughs> dribble <laughs> whoopsie <laughs> um something just fell here too oh Ooh. my leg just fell Oh, no. Hang on, we're having a lot of uh, technical difficulties. Technical right difficulties. Now. Lights are falling. Okay, try not to move too much. So, I just seen Pleasant Bill, and Toby was in that, and he's very <laughs> much like Toby in that movie as he is in yep. this movie. So, I remember seeing a trailer. I'm like, that looks like the guy from Pleasant Bill. That's all I knew <laughs> him in, and I'm like, oh, it is him. <laughs> I'm like, he's Spider-Man? I, I couldn't make that connection. I remember Spider-Man being looking like the guy from the cartoon, and I'm like, I guess that works. Like, I, I thought, like, that guy, you know, it's a cartoon, mm-hmm. so everything's kind of buff. Everyone's huge in that 
cartoon yeah, for some reason with Spider-Man. He's pretty bulk in that movie, in that movie, <laughs> in that show. But even still, like, I just remember him being kind of like this photographer, being older already a little bit in that show. I think he was like in college, maybe. Uh, in the TV show? He, yeah, he wasn't in high school. At one point, I feel like he, he was already college, working. Like he was working it for the Daily Bugle, and yeah, he maybe like he was a little bit older. Person. Yeah, yeah. So I, I mean, it works because he does go and becomes college age in this movie. He, mm-hmm. you know, graduates high school. So I guess that's the appropriate age. But still, I just, I for some reason, he seemed a lot older, like thirties, anyways, in my mind. And I'm sure Toby's actually thirty in this movie, anyways, playing a seventeen-year-old. But it's like <laughs> I could not, I couldn't picture him as Spider-Man. I could picture him as, as Peter a little bit mm-hmm. and him kind of like, you know, being into Mary Jane as a young kind of dweeby guy that he that he does well. And that's kind of how it's written for him. But then him as Spider-Man, he starts talking as Spider-Man and he makes all these kind of witty comments. And I was like, Ew. you know, I didn't get <laughs> I didn't buy his his uh it's they're funny and i love what he says some mm-hmm. maybe it works for me now because i've seen it many times but like like in the wrestling to uh to bone saw he says uh he says uh man randy savage right, yeah he's he's the best in this oh my legs oh i can't feel my legs <laughs> that's such a good point um uh, but he goes like that's a cute outfit did your husband give it to you <laughs> like i was just like <laughs> That's really funny, but like, cringy homophobic says anything to anybody. So, like, I had this weird, like, he's so uncertain of himself. He's so quiet and so shy to talk to Mary Jane, but he still has some, you know, guts to, like, you know, defend himself and attack Flash now that he's had these kind of powers for, like, I don't know, an hour. And it's like, well, you know, that's his spider instinct. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I, you, He's got you, the you rage of the trying spider. to figure out what this was about. So that's my, oh, so, um, all right. So that was my big gripe. I felt like his transformation to Peter, to Spider-Man, it works for this movie, but not how I envision mm-hmm. Spider-Man to be. So I had, I, I like, I have friends who really hate this movie because he's like, he's not Spider-Man. He doesn't act like Spider-Man's always mm-hmm. kind of witty. And he's like, kind of like um, fast talker. And he's just like, I'm better than you. He has an ego. Um, is you know, and I felt like they try to do that in some of these lines, but they just don't. They don't land home. Like, what does he say to Goblin? He's just like, it. <laughs> he goes like, it's when you he calls that him Gobby. Gobby. Yeah, yeah, Gobby. Like, Settle down, tough guy. I'm just like, what? <laughs> I, I, I always just, hear the cop. I always hear the the TV show. I hear whoever. I don't know the voice actor who played oh, Spider Man on so, the show, but trivia. Who is that guy? Do you want to know? I love playing this game with you. Does this have to do who with the voice the actor? Who is the actor who voices Spider-Man on the cartoon show? Oh, I don't and know. He's from a movie, and he's not a big actor, but he was uh, he was an actor that portrayed another famous character. I don't know actually how to explain this. So put it this way. He, he, was, he was imitating another actor in this movie because of what the movie was. And it was based on a TV show. I'll give you that hint. I know that's a that's a hard one. How <laughs> I even got there? Okay, I have no idea. I'm not even gonna try. Okay, so the Brady Bunch movie. Have you ever seen that movie? I don't. When I was like a kid. Okay, the guy who plays Greg Brady in that movie, so the oldest son, uh, is Spy- is the voice of Spider Man. I forget his name, hmm. but he. Uh, I don't know. If, I forget what his name is, but he he's the voice of Spider Man. I remember seeing Brady Bunch. I'm like, I know that guy's voice. <laughs> 
And then sure enough, <laughs> that's how I know him. Like Spider-Man. Uh, yeah, he plays him. But so I've always had that kind of voice kind of stuck in my head. Knowing that's Spider-Man to me. Mm-hmm. It's hard yeah, to get that same. out of your mind. And then seeing Toby going like, settle down, tough guy. <laughs> <laughs> Is this like Gentile voice? Um, so, yeah. Okay. So my, my, so back to what I was saying, my, my biggest gripe too. So that's two of them, but this also, how did nobody have any sense that he was Spider-Man? The fact that they just went to a, you know, a museum with all these spiders. (laughs) And then uh, the guy who's, yeah. And then the guy who's doing flips and doing superhuman speed and fighting Flash Thompson in the middle of this hallway fight. Does like he does like seven flips in a row, mm-hmm. and everyone's just like, "Oh, he's just really good at like karate or something." <laughs> it's just like, does anyone question? Oh, you're a freak. It's like, what's how can you like? Do all this no one asked him like, thing? "Are you okay?" Like, how did you do that? <laughs> it's just like, just James Franco, Peter. That was incredible. <laughs> like, I feel like Harry should have been on the Brady Bunch with that line. <laughs> Jan, Marsha, Peter. What are you doing? Flips? Flips? So I don't know. It was just like that part made me so angry. Cause I'm just like, they all can they all tell this guy's got something up with him? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that just bothered me. And just like the montage was a little it's hysterical. I love the montage because the, the the people they interview are hysterical. Oh, it's and so uh, we always quote uh, the one guy, he stinks and I don't like him. <laughs> it's a good one love that guy and then uh and then yeah just the... like the, the people in new york there that's how they are so that makes sense yeah but like there's a scene where toby just like on screen he's like just his mask off like <laughs> and then he puts it back on and he, you know goes to save the day it was a little cheesy i know but i i wanted Too that cheesy. to be cool because i saw those kind of fight scenes in the trailer and I'm thinking like, oh, that has to do with a storyline or this has to do with something bigger. And it's like, it's one second of him moving and, and jumping and that's mm-hmm. it. You know, it has no story, has no context, except that it was made for a montage, just him fighting crime, which it works. I'm not saying it does. It's just not what I wanted. I wanted to see all of him fighting. I wanted to see like him on seven different, like, you know, uh, what do you call it? Like cases or, you know, seven mm-hmm. different uh, cutting down the bad guy storylines. So anyways. We got the movie. It's there. All right. <laughs> More so those are most of the things I don't like about the movie. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's like uh, I, I've, I've come to grips with living with it because there's so much I really do love about this movie. Mm-hmm. And I mean, love it. I love it. It changed my life, this movie, in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. So, all right. So I'm going to put that aside. Mm-hmm. And should we go into what you love about the movie or you want to just put in talk about some of the scenes? I, I, I guess want to I, just uh, transition to that for you. What I love about the movie, and I mean, I'm sure you're going to love these things too, but one yep. important thing, because we like music here, is we can't brush by the fact that Danny Elfman did the score of this. And I and it's sad that we're the first Danny Elfman talk we're doing is to Spider-Man, but... <laughs> Are we listening, people? <laughs> this is the bruising part about the movie <laughs> um that's why you have the brew so i should let you do the bruzik the bruzik uh, well you're the musician and i am not <laughs> <laughs> the irony is that i'm the musician yeah. but no but like, um, no it's good so tell us what it is that's so special about the music in this movie danny elfman is like the superhero guy he's just so good at like 
looking at a hero and like creating the themes and like the theme the spider-man theme in this movie is very similar to the batman theme to me i don't know you're the musician so but when i hear it, it just, i'm like uh, that's the same thing but different at the same time mm-hmm, mm-hmm. do you know why because i don't no but i really did not realize this was danny elfman for a long time mm-hmm, same i did not know it was his music i'm like it kind of sounds like a ripoff of danny elfman I felt like Danny Elfman ripped off himself in this movie. And that's not a, that's he, not a, you know, a, a, a you know, a, a, an insult or disrespectful to mm-mm. his music at all. I know people who, who praises mu- this music over almost everything he's done. I think, um, you know, a good composer big. when their yeah. music doesn't distract from the movie. So you don't listen to the music in this movie and go, Oh, Danny Elfman did this. You're just like watching the scene and you hear the music and you're not like, huh, there yeah. he is again. What was a little strange to me, a little different for this movie is that they did this weird opening credits that's very long. And there's usually mm-hmm. like some kind of two or two minute, three minute, maybe shorter than that of story of introduction of something. Um, but they did this kind of, you know, uh, narration of Peter in the beginning. It's mm-hmm. a little strange. It works because it only is there in the beginning and then at the very end kind of closes to out me, that's with him narrating like a comic booky thing um which i love they'll, was they'll like, start oh, with like a do this but narration how long panel. is this is this gonna be like throughout the whole movie i was mm-hmm. kind of confused what was what the point of that was but no it makes sense it's like hey this is me blah 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 and then it goes into the movie but it was so funny we got this kind of like long score opening that mm-hmm. i i don't can remember last time i saw anything like that it's a little unique it's also a little like um not boring i was just like okay this is cool i like what they're trying to show i'm like it's getting me hyped up seeing all these yeah. cool webbing effects i mean maybe they're just showing off they can do these cool effects um but it, a little reminiscent of batman yeah because remember yeah. batman had that cool opening yeah. as well and but like oh man i just i love batman's score his score for batman mm-hmm. is just iconic and it's it's beautiful it's beautiful i i listen i'll listen to that once in a while just for mm-hmm. a good like uh, just to you know just kind of listen to his music he really you know has some magic in that in that mm-hmm. um, the, like i think but, there's magic in this score though too oh no there is I, it, to me the opening main title which i wanted to talk about a little bit because to me when you have a long title like that and you touch on each theme in a show it it reminds me of musical theater because it always opens like that and you get a little bit of each song a little bit of each theme it really just you know it's just like a good glimpse of everything um it's like a good overview of everything a good intro and yeah um and i think that was like the character and they did it yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah they were trying to give you a tone of the movie already before you actually saw anything it it brings i think that's what makes toby Maguire's character a little bit better in the movie is like the song the the soundtrack and and the theme that goes along with him being spider-man and him being peter really help you choke down his character a little bit more (laughs) i just i can't sing this song back to anybody though there's nothing catchy in my mind about the music yes yes no like if you were to say sing the batman theme song and sing the spider-man theme song i can't do it I can mm. sing the Batman theme song. I can't sing the Spider-Man one. Maybe like parts of it. It's harder to do. 
no wait i mean it's similar to what i just did but not exactly those you know, like but like that little part like batman is like the catchiest thing in the beginning yeah like i can't undo that for my mind anyways i, hmm. I mean like maybe it is different for everybody i don't know i i just feel like that has a little bit more of a hook to it than uh some of the yeah. other songs of it uh, the other uh music selections of his so um but no it's 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 very it's very well orchestrated and i think the difference like, some though of the between horns are great yeah that's what i was gonna say his yeah. use of like horns in the score is very different to the batman yeah. soundtrack obviously and but i just he uses horns I'm in glad... different ways for different characters which is interesting mm-hmm. too an interesting play yeah and i didn't think about this and you brought it up actually in our notes and i was like oh you're right i no wonder why like i kind of don't remember it being him or having a connection to his music his use of electric guitar is in this movie yes and I, uh, it's a good segue to what i want to talk about after that so go ahead i never i don't know any danny elfman score i mean i love oingo boingo like love oingo boingo i was just listening to oingo boingo as i was working <laughs> today but i don't know any other danny elfman music scores that use an electric guitar I don't think it, he did Pee Wee Herman. There might be something in there. I don't think so, though. And no, it's all orchestration. So, no, I don't think so. Yeah. I think it's the first time he put it in there. And it's the time, too. And it's the type of movie it is. Yeah. I'm sure had like, hey, let's make this a little edgier for a younger crowd. And hmm. uh, since since we're, um, you know, dealing with a teenager and this style comic book, it's a little bit appropriate. <clears throat> yeah. Um. And did you, apparently, I, I didn't know this until I, I looked it up, but he, um, apparently for percussion in this, it he did all the percussion himself, I think he said, Self? which yeah. I don't know if that's true, but that's he said that and I was like, okay. Um, but he said he was using a trash can at one point and I was like, where? Because I don't know where that is. <laughs> I don't know. There's some cool like, almost like for the crawling and like kind of like the fighting in the alleyway, I want to say. Maybe there's some trash can use there i don't know where it is i feel like there's some interesting uses of mallets and uh mm-hmm. some of the um other percussion instruments in this uh score that kind of stands out to me here and there and it's like kind of has that like kind of creepy crawly kind of sound to it to my, yeah. to my i think um, that's what makes him so great too is like he um has his very own style like very distinctive daniel <laughs> style but he does listen to the needs and the wants it's not all tim burton needs and wants like he has done music scores for other movies and like he listens to the needs and wants of those directors like him and sam (laughs) raimi had a had a very good relationship and they worked very closely on this score so like he listens to the directors and like what they want the movie to sound like and he is very hands-on with the orchestration and when they're they're doing the actual music yeah and that's the job of a composer for uh, for mm-hmm. a movie is you do what the director tells you to do no matter what you pr- produce or what you what you compose you you're ultimately you're a puppet you know you're doing what what their their vision is for the movie and what they're mm-hmm. hearing and what they're you know go can you go more of this go more of that so he's just a great composer that he's able to kind of capture whatever it is that him and what the audience is hopefully looking for in the movie um it's hard it's very hard so yeah. i mean he's uh i mean not to get too much into danny elfman but um 
I want to save some of the other movies. Hopefully, we'll do with his other scores that are really iconic. Not Batman. We talked about Batman, but the other movies as well. But um, I've seen some videos of him, like just in his studio, and he's posing on his, you know, on, on his computer, and it's just so it's so encouraging because I feel like you know, it, it just shows you how the creative process works and mm-hmm. how he kind of how he operates. It's very, it's very, uh, very inspiring. And, you know, but, you know, like he's, he's just extremely, extremely talented and he's, he's got a little craziness in him. So I think that helps any, any creative artist to just kind of get their engine moving. But it, it also, like I said, like it's, it's really fun to watch them and see like how they're going to get, they're creating magical scores in like seconds because they're just, they, they know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I can only imagine, you know, hopefully that, that this process was just more of a, yeah, I'm going to do what I do, but you have to trust me. And then also, but like, you know, I'm going to give you what you want. It's probably very hard mm-hmm. to work together like that. One thing I, I love that he did in the score too, and he uses like a choir a lot in his, in his. That's, soundtrack. oh, that was what but I was going to just say. I was like, I love, that's like, the thing that's me in this when. Part. Yeah, when Spider-Man's flying through the city, I love I love the choir. I love how like ethereal and like floaty it sounds. And I, I think it's like such a great use of it there. It really does. I think that's the imagery. It's just oh, it's like mm-hmm. a what the, what's that that the train effect, the Doppler, right? Where it goes, oh, oh yeah, the sound. Know. You know what that is? Well, that's the pitch of you know where it's supposed to go down and then come back up. And that's the, what you're hearing. Oh, and like, it's coming through that. That's why probably the pitch would descend there. I don't know if you know about that. I don't know. Do you know I anything? Don't, don't I'm, know. I'm putting this all together, by the way, this is kind of a BS moment for me, but like, if you kind of take just the, the logic of sound, when mm-hmm. the train goes by, it's going to go, you know, or a car. So I, really good I can understand why that chorus would go, huh? Huh? And it's kind of him building up momentum. Him, like, I, I see yeah. his mind working that way. If that's how yeah. he did it. He built momentum. He builds momentum in so many different ways than like other composers. Like if you look at like John Williams, the way he yes. builds momentum in his scores, Danny Elfman bring, builds momentum in very different ways. And I think he does it in a way of like building sound. I don't know if I'm going to make sense because I know th- nothing about music, but hear me out. Yeah, but like, he, like I said, Build sounds for the regular audience. You think everybody knows about music? No, they're just there. They know what it's. They know what mm-hmm. music does to them. It's supposed to connect to them. Whatever, whatever the musician is doing to communicate to anybody, and how they're reacting, what they're thinking about it, they won. They're already the, the fact that you're mm-hmm. thinking about it is making you already making the composer already a winner. If that makes sense, mm-hmm. and what their job is supposed to be doing. Yeah, I mean, like this is not our favorite Danny Elfman score by far, but it still does a great job at what it's supposed to be doing. It's not yeah. like the music is the fault of this movie at all. If anything, it's a high point of this movie. Um, yeah. And it helps the movie in so many ways. Yeah. I think for me, it was a little more subconscious. I didn't think about it as much. I remember it being good. And just because I was, I was more focused in on the characters and Spider-Man and the mm-hmm. whole imagery of him flying around. And, and uh, those, you know, that's, that's where it stands out for me, this whole movie, you know, they did a good job at that. It was the first time we saw it. You know what we haven't talked about yet? We haven't talked about Green Goblin at all. Well, yeah. I think we saved the best for last. I think he's the best part of this movie. 
Oh, well, I mean, because William Defoe well, was like to, a next god. To, next men. to some other characters. And don't, don't forget, we also have that cameo I have to mention to you. Okay, we'll save it. So, we'll save it. We'll save but, that, okay? I haven't forgotten about it. I mean, no one will ever be as good as William Defoe is as Green Goblin because he just does such a it. great job of being both sides of that coin that Jacqueline Hyde. <laughs> he just does it so well. Of him talking to himself is like a master class. <laughs> Wait, do I have something here? Uh, I can't see. I don't know. Pretend this is it. It's like, it's like <laughs> when he <laughs> has the newspaper in the mirror. Like, <laughs> I love that. And he's like, <laughs> it was such a weird kind of shot. But I like when they do the the cheesy like going back and forth the, mm-hmm. the two minds. That makes it more fun. Yeah, great use of a mirror. Him. So cool. Such a cool shot. Yeah. I love when he's they put that brilliant. thing on him and he's in the experiment tank uh, mm-hmm. when he's about to go under for the uh, for the uh, performance enhancers and that thing touches his, his chest and he's like, oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that was him ad-libbing. It's so funny. For sure. Like, that was definitely not... I mean, it could have been scripted knowing Sam Raimi. Maybe they were like, I was like, oh, just watching gonna, it. I'm like, I, I always poop. think that was funny to me. Oh, cool. <laughs> I do. <laughs> like, was so he really saying that? That scene... Um, I love that everything in that scene is green. If you like keep looking at details, oh, yeah. it's like, that's green. If you look at the computer screen, it's all green. It's like, wow, there's so much green in this scene. <laughs> it just yeah, keeps adding on top of each other. I think it's called the Green Goblin. Don't give this, don't give goblin. any of these movie studios ideas to make a Green Goblin movie. <laughs> They'll ruin it. Don't worry. It's done with. They have they have Willem Dafoe, who's scarier without the mask on. All right. Yeah. I mean, imagine if we. So, I mean, multiverse rumors for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Rumors William Dafoe was on set. Blah blah blah. Let's not theorize anymore after this last show we just watched. I know. After WandaVision, <laughs> just, no more theories. Just but keep like, your mouths <sighs> shut, people, and enjoy whatever they give us. I've I learned my lesson. I I I too bought into it because, like I said, if I did not just come off of a show that just gave us the biggest craziest thing we'd ever seen on a and in, in any in in history of movie and tv shows and mostly movie it's really a movie you know at this point you know just long form of a movie you know the fact that we get that kind of surprise i love surprises mm-hmm. surprise me come on and they didn't do it they were just like yeah that's it it's good it. right i'm like okay all right all right okay <laughs> It's like it was kind of like a bad, bad year of Christmas. It was like, all right, I'm just getting this. You know, don't expect any big presents. They're just the nice. Okay. I was just like, it's kind of like you make you make all these crazy lists. And what if you actually get one of those things? I was just like, nah, I just put it there for fun. But then when you you really get that thing, you're like, oh my God. And I was like, that's what happened to me in Mandalorian. I was just like, no, no, you did. It's like John Favreau got a big Christmas bonus and he gave it to us all. So anyway, I don't want to talk about that. But anyways, um, yeah, he crushes it, William Defoe, and he's he's in crazy shape. Um, I know. For I mean, he's not a young guy, and he wasn't young when this movie was made. And no. He looked pretty good. Yeah, like you know, he you know he looked like that before the movie was made. <laughs> Put it that way. <laughs> he always looks like that. Whereas Toby, somehow, I thought he was fake in the movie, and apparently he worked out that entire movie. And he was, that's really him. Did you know that? Mm-hmm. Oh, you knew that? Wait, what? The fact that he 
What's all him? That he's ripped in this movie. Toby Is McGuire. he? Oh yeah. How do, you, how do you? How can you even tell? That's him. That's all. Really like him. under the suit. He worked out five months straight. So that scene where he goes to bed sick because uh, he just got bit by the spider. Oh yeah. And he's scrawny, and he wakes up. I always thought that was fake, some kind of computer animation, something they did there, mm-hmm. and, or they superimposed him on a, another person. That is all 100% Toby Maguire. <laughs> Crazy. Him. Yeah, he said, I ate a lot of tofu. That's all he says. <laughs> is that true? I mean, there's a lot of protein in yeah. tof- tofu, so. Good uh, for I think him. it's in behind the scenes uh, on the DVD or whatever. Oh, so that's what I wanted to tell you. So I was watching this today on DVD, and mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, you know, because it's it's been a while. Okay. I'm like, oh, wait. Uh, remember the discs had full screen or widescreen? Yes. They give you two discs, mm-hmm. full screen and widescreen. This movie you bought, I have the full screen, but you had to buy mm-hmm. widescreen the widescreen. The widescreen. So I'm watching it on full screen. It's a little smushed on my widescreen TV, which is fine. I don't, I don't complain too much, but I was just like, it's weird because oh, like, I never I remember... thought this would come back to bite me. <laughs> yeah, I remember at one point us being disappointed if we accidentally bought the widescreen and try to watch it on our our not widescreen TV. <laughs> we had yeah, we only had the TVs that had you it was, know only full screen size. It so was a square ratio, and and yeah, and I'm like, we'll never we'll never need a widescreen. We hated looking small on those TV screens. So <laughs> I years recently, and years later, we got a finally widescreen TV. I That's recently like, found I my VHS of Spider Man. Um, and oh. it has, like the slip cover. So that's how you and watched like, it? Oh. No, no, no. That's not how I watched <laughs> <I'm kidding>. it. <laughs> no. I don't have a VHS player. <laughs> um, oh, okay. So, uh, yeah, um, I'm saying oh, he, he crushes it. But who else is the MVP of this movie? Who else is? Bonesaw. Well, Bonesaw. <laughs> Macho Man Randy Savage. J.K. Simmons is oh, the, yeah, is of the, course. Is the absolute other person who crushes it but to me same thing expectations of him uh you know he's hysterical in this movie and he's he's uh, he's amazing as as mm-hmm. jay jonah he, but he does that i remember the cartoon where there's a guy just going parker parker <laughs> <laughs> all he says and i'm thinking like why is his head a little bit skinnier than the guy from the cartoon because that's like <laughs> me the nerd like i remember him like i don't think they got the right kind <laughs> I and mean, he looks kind of like him. I guess that's his haircut, right? I don't know. They, they could have got someone that looked a little bit more like the cartoon, right? <laughs> in my head. And then, like, Eddie, or not Eddie. Um, oh, that's the, they mentioned Eddie. They do. The Eddie Brock. Yes. Yeah. I heard that and I was um, like, hmm. They also yeah, mentioned nice um, who Doctor plays- Strange, I believe. Or that's in the second one. Sorry. That's the second one they meant. They, they, yeah. they do mention Doctor Strange. Cause they, it's like, what, 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 what should we call this guy for Doctor Octopus? He's like, how about Doctor Strange? Oh yeah, <laughs> there the are a lot of like, other. He's doing Doctor Strange. Comic book references. Yeah, like he does up, up, up and away. Up, web. up, up and away. Shazam. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Spider Man reference. Um, and Superman then Tally Ho. Is that another guy? No, I don't Probably. know. I don't know that one. But uh, um. Uh, but um. So, oh, can I just tell you this? So, this, or the reason why this movie changed my life, uh, I forget mm-hmm. the artist's name, but. When he starts sketching Spider-Man concepts mm-hmm. in this movie, I lost my mind. Like I, I've always loved to draw. And if you, if I thought for a second that they would show him drawing, and the fact that he's like an amazing artist, they actually talked about this. I saw something about this because I follow the artist who actually is drawing, um, oh. because that is one of my favorite art pieces I've ever seen in my life. That Spider-Man drawing is my favorite 
mm-hmm. thing I've ever seen. Uh, both of them, uh, the one he actually finishes with the coloring. And then there's the other one he sees when he opens up the briefcase with the, his first costume. And you see like the, um, that, that version of him. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love that look of Spider-Man to me, to me, it's just personal favorite of mine. And like, I drew, I drew Spider-Man every single day in whatever grade I was in, just like in the backseat of my classrooms at lunch tables, just drawing and trying to recopy whatever I saw in that movie. I didn't come very close. I I, I, I got to find them and show them to you. They're so funny, but I would show, <laughs> I would draw it for my friends. All my friends to this day still have some version of that Spider-Man because I would give them to them. Some old friends of mine say that I was still hanging in my room somewhere. So, um, but like, yeah, so I, I have a big love for that scene in particular mm-hmm. and just to see him um but what i was saying was that like the fact that he was that good at drawing they said well he's kind of like a nerd and but he's like a science nerd and maybe that's just like his raw talent that he's just like a really good drawer too i mean and I, they discussed I don't, that. i never understood that comment like maybe he's just a good drawer like i didn't know you had to look at Did someone you see and be that? like you could be a nerd but not a good drawer like what <laughs> no i mean like i mean like you like the fact that like he he has like no real talent except for his brain like he's just like you know he's just a really good science you know person like that's mm-hmm. his talent not like art <laughs> like not saying he's not but like he is a photographer that's some art you know yeah i don't know i feel like those, those comments are kind of silly like he could be a good drawer anyone can be a good drawer <laughs> yeah no but like they discussed that they didn't think like it didn't it didn't make sense like why would he know how to draw this well like he's like that's like comic book like crazy what he's drawing in the book in, in the movie like most people draw like stick figures is my point and in this movie he's drawing like really awesome like comic poses and stuff and for me as someone who tries to study comic book poses I'm you're much better at it than I am but like I still to this day can't draw that well and I've I've tried studying it all he he nails it like <laughs> like one shot and I'm just like man he's good at everything no so I was just like, I didn't care. No, my point is, is that like, it's just so cool to see somebody drawing one of my favorite characters in the movie. And he's just like going to make that drawing, but look, nothing like that once he goes to fight. <laughs> like, ah. But don't worry, he'll make a, he'll make a much cooler suit. By the way, yeah. I love this suit in this movie. I don't yeah, care. Yeah, it's really great. It's, I love that sweatshirt looking. with the, with the Spider-Man spray painted on though. Like when he goes to the wrestling match, I love that yeah. sweatshirt with like the spray painted spider on it. It's just so funny. <laughs> but like this, this, this is, look how sexy that is. Come on. It is a nice suit. For the time I was, I, I remember just being blown away by that suit. I'm like, that suit looks so cool. I don't care. Mm-hmm. It's not practical that he can make it. And then, and, now, and then the second one came out. It's like, not the same. They did. They did some, some fast remember what changes the on that. Like in the second one. Yeah. Oh, that's something I want to point out. Um, so <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm kind of building off of that. But I th- did you, did you want to mention anything about the special effects in this movie? I think they're pretty good for the time. Um, I love them. Like, but there's, that's yeah, me. there's none that I really other than so the only special effect I don't like is when they're at the uh, what is that like the World Fair. Yeah, yeah, the Thanksgiving parade. Oh, it's like Thanksgiving Day parade. Or, or it's no, like it's the, not. No, no, it's, it's like a festival. A I'm sorry, you're right. Fest, cultural festival day Thank or you. something. Yeah, yeah. He jumps I think on it, the to me, it looks balloons. Like it, and he's jumping on the balloons. It looks so I've heard bizarre. People say he looks pretty bad there. I don't. Yeah. I don't find it as bad. I think he looks atrocious in Spider-Man Two. 
like it's so bad for me in spider-man 2 there's some really horrible cg in that movie i don't know is the color red they chose red usually doesn't pop up well in cg they ask anybody Mm -hmm. um red's a tough color to do and the fact that he's all red is tough to do and they they got away with it in this movie in certain scenes my favorite cg moment in this movie not the very beginning of it but while he's flying trying to catch uncle ben's uh killer he's flying through the streets some of that cg i think holds up to this day and it's all cg i don't think any mm-hmm. of it's practical or, or just uh, green screen i think it's all really just really well done uh cg in my opinion I, I really love it. I like I even like that swinging scene at the very end of the movie that they close mm-hmm. out with the I am Spider-Man swing scene, <laughs> which is also in the commercial. But whatever. It looks awesome. Yeah. But like the voiceover is not in the commercial. And like that's the important part because it really puts a closure to the movie and like brings it full circle from that moment with Uncle Ben when he tries to catch the killer. And now he like understands his purpose and his power and like what yeah. he has to do. So, yeah, yeah, you could see like, him swinging, so but like, I love, it's that I love message. The CG. I, I love the CG in this movie. So I'm just saying, I'm sorry if I'm offending anybody who says it's atrocious. It's, it's nothing personal. <laughs> I think it's I great, really too. Like it. Okay, yeah. cool. So yeah, I'm right, I'm right there with you. <laughs> love this. Before love this. I'm going to go back. I rewind it. There's a scene where he just he takes this like jump in the air. It's like and let's go. And he swings. I'm like, it's perfect. It's literally perfect. All he right, screams. Sorry. I just love it. Very passionate about that. Yeah, it's not even that. It's just like he's swinging in that dark, like lit so well. Him just swinging with that red made suit. So cool. Okay, sorry. Love it. Just love it. Before you talk about your cameo, I just want to okay, talk about yeah. one one quick thing. Okay. So I brought up I brought up Sam Raimi and Danny Elfman's relationship a little bit. Yeah, I didn't know about because this too. they um and this, I was surprised when I heard that Danny Elfman was going to score Multiverse Madness because they had a falling out during the second Spider-Man movie. Danny Elfman didn't score the third Spider-Man movie um, because during the second one, apparently Sam Raimi was extremely... <laughs> was I don't know if it was him specifically, but what? Because he knew it was trash. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I like the second one because Doc Ock is great, but we'll, we'll discuss that another time. Oh, no, I'm in, thir- I'm in the third one. I'm in oh, third yeah, one. the third one's not good. But um, apparently it was just too hard to work with Sam on yeah. the second That's, movie. I mean, it's sad for us as fans to like know that. You know. Yeah. And uh, I think there was another composer brought on for the second movie. So there's another composer on the first movie, too. But uh, I guess that wasn't a problem. But there's another composer on the second movie. Danny Elfman decided he was never going to work with Sam Raimi again. He said he would never work with him ever, ever, ever again. But then I found out he was going to score Multiverse of Madness, which Sam Raimi is directing for Disney and Marvel mm. Studios, um, which is interesting. I don't I don't know if it's true, though. It, it was a rumor. I don't think it was confirmed. Um, yes. But that's interesting. It, it'll be, be interesting. There'll probably be some kind of maybe uh, bittersweetness to that if it actually happens. Mm. But who knows? That happens all the time people say they're not going to work again together yeah. most times they don't but sometimes they do you know sometimes people can uh reconcile what was the big one i think it was megan fox and um michael bay i think was a big one right mm-hmm. wasn't she like fired and then they 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 didn't i don't think they worked together but they mm-hmm. kind of came back because that was like such a big thing that like you know 
she had a falling out with that guy. Not that anyone cares. I'm just saying that was one of the stories that came to mind. But then they reconciled years later. Some people do hmm. that, you know, like anybody else. We're all yeah, people. I guess so. And, yeah, that's true. You know, you try to work together to make greatness. And sometimes it's just, it's hard to be friends. Yeah. And it's show, it's show business. So I, I can't wait to see what Sam Raimi does with this MCU movie because it's a huge mm. gigantic budget probably he probably had some vision for it so it'll, it'll be interesting to see what he does if, if, if there's anyone who knows horror it's it's him so yeah i, I hope it's we get this creepy way movie. different than any movie we've gotten from any of those yeah. movies it's gonna be the first one because he hasn't done anything since spider-man 3 right of the of comic books you know oh yeah like a comic book movie yeah very true so it's interesting mm-hmm. to see what he he you must have something up his sleeve yeah. i think magic they just, up his sleeve <laughs> i think they just finished filming so we'll get hopefully we'll get that next That's year good news. sometime yeah a little um, ray of light okay so you're a cameo yeah, uh yes but before i do that um also i just want to say this movie has great humor though it's funny I love yeah, the humor in this it movie. It's cheesy, but this it makes me laugh. I was laughing just a minute ago watching it. I was just like, this movie's so funny. <laughs> and some of the lines are great. Um, especially Peter in the beginning with, with Harry. And that's so cool. Like like that that it's cheesy, but it's it works in it. I love that scene where he goes up to Mary Jane and he just goes like, Some spiders change color to blend into their environment environment. And she's like, Oh, really? And he's like, yeah, it's a defense mechanism. <laughs> and he tells her. <laughs> and, and then you see Toby in the back like. <laughs> it's so funny. Really well. Uh, uh, little moments like that. Um, yeah, so that's pretty much it. Yeah, that's. Um, and I think I mentioned, like, I just love the trailers. Tra- yeah, the trailers are amazing in this movie. I remember mm-hmm. being so, so hyped to go see it. I remember mm-hmm. seeing, like, they didn't really show the goblin. I just remember seeing him jumping on the glider. And, and yeah, that parade scene, and then they never showed him. So I was nervous. Like, what does he look like? Remember? Do you did you feel the same? I honestly don't remember the trailers at all. Okay, I, yeah. Well, I went to the movies a lot, with my grandmother. So I think that trailer was up a lot. You know, whatever I was seeing right before that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that makes sense. Hmm. Yeah. Um. Okay. Uh. Yeah. So cameo time. All right. It's not, a, yes. it's not a huge thing, but like, I'm like, I think I know that person. I'm like, yeah. All right. So the scene is during the bone saw scene. Okay. Okay. And there's somebody sitting at a table uh, when he first walks in. I'll give you that hint. Oh, right I before don't know. He, he fights, he walks in and he's like, no, 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 no. sign me up. Any idea? No. So the woman who's sitting at the table is the, her name is Octavia Spencer, I believe. <gasps> oh She's my from god, the yes! You're yeah. right. You know what? And when like, I watched I it, I was lady? like, "Oh, that's Octavia Spencer." <laughs> so you did know that? You just didn't put it together. Okay. I don't. I didn't remember it though because it's like so brief. I didn't know it. I mean, I've seen that lady probably in a bunch of other things around that time. Maybe she had small parts like that. Mm-hmm. You know, she's not a big part, so it's not, you know. And then to see her probably down the road in a bigger movie where she's getting um, praise. I didn't see any of those movies, by the way. I feel bad. I'm sorry. I'm sure she's a great actress, but I don't, I never saw it. I never saw those movies. I just know her as the actress. 
So it's just to know like, oh, I know that actress now and she's famous and she's made it, you know, she's uh, worked her way up since this movie. It's almost 20 years old. So I was like, mm. wow, she's been around a while. So, yeah, wow, I didn't cool. I honestly didn't know. And I did see her when I watched it and I forgot. But yeah, yeah. little cameo. <laughs> OK, so we were supposed to play a game. Are we going to start yes. that? Are we ready? Yes, let's play our, our we're going to we're going <laughs> to. Do a little trivia, quotes trivia. We're going to try to okay. stump each other with quotes. All you right. already got, you already said one of mine, so I'm already losing. <laughs> All right. Well, that's okay. I said, it's going to be hard to stump me. I'm very good at this game. I know. I Like I said, I can't memorize a lot of words and songs. Quotes are a little different because I can kind of hear them in my head for a mm-hmm. minute. But like words, they in songs they come and go. <laughs> I can't remember words in songs. I don't know. Brain doesn't work that way. All right. Do you want to? You can go first since you already guessed one um, of mine. All right. I I made. I I'll make this one easy. Okay. I'll make this one very easy. Goes like, you're like a brother to him. So that makes you family. <laughs> I've been working on that. So that's not really what he says. I don't it was pretty good. Exactly. I mean, that was Norman. Yeah. He says it at their graduation, right? <laughs> yeah. I like his other one where he goes like, I'm something of a scientist myself. <laughs> <Something like that. laughs> um, all right. So here's my first one. Oh, okay, well, the go. first one you guessed, you already said my first one was some spiders change. Right, let's say it again because it's fun. I want to see your impersonation. Go all out. Let's see how you do. Uh, no. <laughs> here, Come okay. On. Here's my real. Here's Just my going. real quote. <laughs> Bit of a slob, isn't it? <laughs> I said it. We got to do it like. Bit of a slob, isn't it? <laughs> I'm not a good actor. Oh, it's Norman. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. It is. <laughs> you got to get that. Oh, when he's coming up at the elevator. Oh. <laughs> he's turning back into Norman somehow. It's fun to play Jekyll and Hyde. This I can't do a, a good Willem, but I'm. So, I just love when he just goes. I'm something of a scientist myself. <laughs> <laughs> the goblin do it. I didn't mean to do it. Oh, so don't, good. Don't let him take it. <laughs> it's over the top <laughs> acting. So good. All right. Sorry. Okay. So that was your quote. My turn. Yes, go. All right, this one's probably easy too, but uh, let's do. Uh, um, I had it a minute ago. How's it go? <laughs> um, how about this one? Okay, we need to take it all back to formula. <laughs> oh, it's the it's that scientist guy, but I don't. He doesn't yeah. have a name. Do you know his name? I know it because I just watched it. So. Oh my god! What's his name? His Tell name me. is uh, Dr. Crumb. <laughs> Harry Crumb. Dr. Um, Crumb. Dr. Crumb. Dr. Crumb is dead. What are you talking about? I've been sleeping on my floor for all this scene. <laughs> <laughs> Harry, you've been sleeping here on the floor the whole night? Probably not good for your back, Dad. He's just like so confer- <laughs> concerned about his father and his father's just like I don't like you, Harry. <laughs> like, uh, after you're there, after your trust funds. 
<laughs> They're all beautiful. Talk about a goblin. Everyone heard that creep, that goblin. Anyways, um, okay, so your your quote. Sorry. I, okay, here's my last one. I, I can keep going. This movie, I know them all. It's hard to stop. I know me. you're probably gonna know this one too. Go I trust my barber. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's the the Joe Jonesy brothers. <laughs> okay, J Jonah Jameson. It is. It's probably my favorite quote in the movie. <laughs> I, trust I just my love it. Yeah, I remember my dad laughing pretty hard during that. <laughs> any any of his any of his lines made my dad laugh. Um, he's like, he's funny. I like him. It's like he's not even supposed to be that funny, but he is in this movie. I remember Stanley going, "He's actually better than I ever thought about making him out to be. He does it better than I actually described him in the comics." And I, and uh, that's my favorite story, of Stanley. How it got to uh, when he created Spider Man, he goes like this: mm-hmm. "I had a list." Uh, different names and it was insect man fly man and then finally spider man and I thought wow that's something dark and dangerous and exciting and I thought spider man that's something great for everybody alright that's my Stanley can you, can you say Excelsior <laughs> Excelsior I don't know. I can't do that one. Oh, the end wasn't as good as the rest of it. <laughs> I can't. I, I haven't heard him heard him do it enough times. But he got, <laughs> I love it. He's in mall rats. <laughs> he's talking to them, to uh, Jason Lee, and he's just like, he's like, yeah, I got whatever, buddy. He's <laughs> like, I got all the girls and <laughs> all the chicks. And it turns out he had a whole speech prepared that he paid him off. All right. Um, yeah, I love Stanley. And he is in this movie. Remember, he saves that. Uh, he saves somebody too, Stanley. He's in this movie. He's got a cameo. That was like the whole cameo started for. I think it. Yeah, I think it was this yeah, movie. He wasn't I don't in think X-Men, he was in right? X Men. No, he yeah. wasn't. He started this. He wasn't one, in Daredevil think, was either. His first cameo. Hmm. He, he might have been. I don't know. I, I agree with you. I don't remember because I, I don't, don't remember, remember that movie that much. I've seen it, and I was like, you know, it had potential, but you know, it didn't work for me. Hmm. Um. What was the other one? Uh, the Hulk. That's what I was thinking he was in. Oh. He like walks out of the door with Lou Ferrigno or something. I don't remember that movie at all. Yeah. Either yeah. of them. I begged Either my parents of them. to go see it. I felt so bad after. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it's going to be so cool, mom. And you jump and leaping. It's like CG people again. I don't know. I didn't say any of that, but something like that. All right. Sorry. So my last quote. Go ahead. Number three. Okay, ready? Deliver us from evil. Oh. <laughs> Aunt May. Finish it. Finish it. Finish it. <laughs> from evil. <laughs> from evil. Those eyes. Those eyes. Yellow eyes. Yellow eyes. Back when Aunt May was actually like old. old. Yeah. <laughs> she's great. I love she's great as Aunt May. I like her as Aunt May. And I like Uncle Ben too. Uncle, Uncle Ben is great. Yeah, I like an older Aunt May. Just fits my idea of what Aunt May It's just more how I said how we saw it in the comics and the on on the mm-hmm. you know TV show. It just kind of I think 
resonates a little bit better with yeah. us having that picture of her. And then Marissa Tomei comes around the corner. I'm just like, ah? and I'm like, but I love Marissa Tomei. So it's just like, oh. yeah. <laughs> I know, I know, but I do love Marissa. I'm sorry. And everybody knows it too. Trust me. <laughs> like George knows. Costanza. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. Anyway, Spider Man. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to be it for us tonight, right, Chris? Yeah, I mean, um, with great power comes great responsibility. That's what I take mm-hmm. away from this. Uh, and uh, yeah, I love the movie. I could see why it doesn't work for some people who are big, mm-hmm. especially diehard Spider Man fans. Oh, I wanted to mention how it's how the ending of this movie was spoiled to me by somebody we mutually know. Um, <laughs> take a few guesses who, because uh, <laughs> he came back after the weekend. We had social studies together and he goes, he doesn't get the girl. <laughs> and I was like, what? I haven't seen it yet. He thought I did. I think I was, or he just, he, he had to tell me that he had it. He was bothering him so bad or her and whoever it was <laughs> but i was just like <laughs> i know who you're talking about yeah. <laughs> i know i know but i was like man i haven't seen it yet and it was like so i knew well, that that's a huge spoiler that he doesn't get the girl yeah oh yeah i i'm not that i cared i mean like he'll get her eventually in the sequel or something but um <laughs> i just remember that scene coming and i was just like i think my brother was also like huh hey, and then, you know, the whole setup with, like, Spider-Man has to pay. And it's like, I swear my father's grave, Spider-Man has to pay. And it's just like, it's like, he's like, sequel. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, you can hear it in his head. Here comes Harry. Um, uh, yeah. But, like, and the fact that, like, you know, he's like, I always would be your friend. And I'm like, there it is. <laughs> I'm like, okay, here we go. This is what is happening. But. I had that kind of spoiled to me. And it's like, I remember seeing it the second time and there was a girl with maybe her boyfriend in like the front, front row. And it was, mm-hmm. we were in a packed theater. We saw it at night with another friend wanted to see it. So this is my second viewing. And I remember him saying that, like, you know, saying, I'll always just be your friend and nothing more than that. And <laughs> the girl goes like, what? <laughs> she like jumped out of seat, like, come on. Like so upset. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? It was just like like watching like it was like watching a soap opera for her. It was so funny. <laughs> she's like, I think she was like, I remember like vision of like her with her boyfriend, just like this is this is how it's supposed to be. You know, <laughs> yeah, but that, like but. again, I hate to talk about the Spider-Man TV show again, but like he didn't. It's yeah, not he didn't like really him get her then. Mary either. Jane, yeah. yeah, like never really had her. They just had this like on again, off again, mm-hmm. weird thing that they had. Yeah. Um. So I didn't have a problem with that as much yeah i didn't either i thought it was appropriate for what they were trying to do was set up the whole franchise of we're gonna mm. eventually get to that you know and he mm. knows the responsibility of being spider-man now yeah true. so anyways okay. i enjoyed this one i think i think it's something that most people should go back and watch it may not i don't know it may not hold up date it, is it outdated here and there but I think what makes it outdated is like that there's it, been it has several a lot of fun that we kind of miss in movies too. You know? Yeah. We miss the joy in movies. Everything has to be so joyless and heartless. And I'm like, this movie has all those things. <laughs> At least they try. You know? Yeah. 
it's so silly. the action's really well done. So I love it for that too. Yeah. I'm going to finish watching it after they were done here. So can't wait. <laughs> well, I won't hold you anymore. Go watch your movie. It's been a fun okay. episode. So I have, we, we have to say. With great power, comes great responsibility. Oh, well, we're signing off your friends in time. <laughs> and you know who I am, right? Who are you? Your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> Swing off. Bye. You know who I am. Bye. <laughs>